Noi mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka, welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here now, State Highway 16, this is the Northwestern Motorway, uh, St Luke's eastbound off-ramp and on-ramp on State Highway 16 is now closed due to a crash on Great North Road. Expect delays, we'll keep you updated here on the panel. Well, great news about State Highway 25. Coromandel businesses are thrilled that State Highway 25A is opening before Christmas. But what about the Brindurwins linking Northland? They could be closed again for two months early next year. We discussed that just after four. Also today, what sort of protections do you have when your employer goes bust? It happens Quite a lot. An expert in commercial law today says that New Zealand compares badly with other countries on this. You'll want to hear that just after four o'clock too. And we go to Queensland this afternoon where school students from term one next year will have, get this, the option of a four-day school week. Would you welcome that in Aotearoa? Also, car insurance, it's gone up. 38% in nearly two years. Has the rise in premiums forced you to cut back, maybe lose that second car? Let us know if you have. We go back to your memories about eating sheep brains as a child. And we go to Fashions in the Field at Cup Day Addington later in the program. With me today, Verity Johnson, commentator, columnist and burlesque Club owner Verity, good to have you here. Kia ora, team. Thank Kia you for having me. Also, Connor English, president of NZD Sport and director of Silver Eye Government Relations and Marketing Company. Connor, nice to have you in. G'day there. Good to be here, Wallace. Very now, very well. Now to this. In February, three hundred of the world's best BMX riders will be flocking to Aotearoa. Rotorua is hosting. None other than the BMX Racing World Cup, which also is a qualifier for the 2024 Paris Olympics. It'll be a spectator event full of massive jumps and other challenges, and tickets have just gone on sale. So tell us what this means to host such an event. Our most successful BMX racer, Sarah Walker, joins us. Sarah, kia ora. It's great to have you on the panel. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Wonderful (laughs) to have you on. Wonderful. Can I just say, uh, uh, there is arguably no better spectator event than a BMX race or and indeed a World Cup. My little boy and I, we just love it. It's it's really up there, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not going to argue against that point. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I haven't actually watched many. I've been mostly oh, competitive. Fair enough. So. <laughs> fair enough. But, but I am really looking forward to to seeing it yeah. myself. I'm a little bit envious, actually, of having to watch yeah. because um, throughout my entire career, which was from 2007 to 2021, we didn't have a World Cup in New Zealand. We had World Champs once, um, but as part of Olympic qualifying and having it all at my local club in, in Otorua, 
as um yeah maybe I should get the bike out <laughs> man, probably a bit late, maybe a bit late to start training but I mean oh, it, Sarah, uh, yeah. it almost brings a tear to my eye actually here you have your local Kaurotorua this is coming to your town not just at a big event but an event of which you have given so much to the country of and here you are for once in your life you are watching those big jumps um, <laughs> um, I mean so we didn't host any, anything like this in your day when you were competing? Yeah, so we've never hosted a World Cup in New Zealand. Um, this is the first one ever, so it's pretty amazing opportunity for the for the BMX community in New Zealand to be able to, yeah. obviously, some of them will be racing, which is exciting, but also the, the kids that want to or have aspirations of becoming a professional BMX one day, of being course. able to see these riders in their backyard oh. is such a cool opportunity. And even just for regular Joe Public who maybe never will ride BMX themselves but want to see something spectacular, as you said, um, being able to actually see it in person, you get a whole another level of appreciation for what we do. Like I, I stand on the sideline and, and watch BMX and I think that people who do it are crazy. So <laughs> but, do I, Sarah. But if I put on You're a helmet alone. and I and I <laughs> if I put on a helmet and ride just full speed it, it just changes. But being able to see the size of the jumps, the speed that they're going, eight people all at once with no lane, it's just so much entertainment value, <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously I'm a little bit biased. We, we have a set. We have a, a pa- we have a panel with us, Sarah. Isn't this interesting, uh, um, Verity? You it's know, so w- watching it, you go, oh my god, never do that. But actually, when you put that helmet on, yeah. your psychology. Uh, changes, Verity. Exactly. It's like when you go skydiving and you look at skydiving and you're like, I'd never do that. That's absolutely terrible. And then you do it and you're like, oh my God, I feel like Superman. Oh, really? Um, But I'm curious, like, Sarah, like, with BMX, is it a contact sport? Can you, like, hit each other or is it just biking? Technically, yes, it is a contact sport, but you can't. It's not like ice hockey where you actually go out to try and <laughs> hit people over. <laughs> right. Um, so you do kind of get your elbows out and kind of jostle about between yourselves but it's not like there's rules against doing it on purpose and intentionally taking other people out so, so you can there is a little people. bit of safety yes you can oh, what a, what a, what about you connor have you have you sort of taken your rally 20 out on the farm pretended to be a bmx rider <laughs> ridden around uh, the track slowly and uh, dreamed connor well well look firstly you know congratulations to sarah because she yeah. has been an icon in, in the sport in new zealand and, and a great role model actually for for our young kids and I mean, it's a joy, isn't it, for see kids riding a bike, uh, getting out there and racing against each other, and the fact that it's an Olympic sport now, and you can get a gold medal, uh, Olympic gold medal for for doing that. Um, I think that's brilliant. So um, you know, congratulations to all the people who who, met, who did all the hard work, and I'm sure there was plenty of hard work to get an Olympic qualifying event Silver, in I New think Zealand. Just a just a uh, qualifier there, yeah, Sarah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, this. Like you said, a, a, a lot of people that have been working um, countless hours volunteering their time to be able to make this happen. So, mm. um, yeah, being able to get a little, a little bit of sneak peek behind the scenes um, as I'm part of the, I guess, the working group that's helping bring it together and giving the riders perspective in that. Um, it's been really cool, actually, to for me to see what it takes to bring a World Cup together 
obviously competed in them and participated in them many times, but to see this side of it is actually really interesting. Um, And, yeah, just the track itself and the location and the fact that all the best riders in the world are coming is just really exciting for me. Have we got some good prospects uh, for the Olympics this time round? This time round, um, I think there's, there's we've got some really good young riders coming through at the moment. Um, we've got uh, Rico Behrman, who's in the under-23 men class. He's won um, majority of the World Cups uh, just this season, and he's stepping up into the elite class for the first time in this Rotorua World Cup. So it'll be really interesting to see how he steps up into that category but his lap times that he's been doing this season are not far off the best lap times in the elite class so uh, I'm Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes and his preparation Um, he's looking pretty pretty on track to for New Zealand to be in the Olympics in Paris for BMX racing and then we've got um, a few other guys really like biting at his heels (laughs) pushing him as as a group (laughs) which is really exciting that it's not just the one person um, and then in the in the women's category, we've got a, a few riders as well. We've got Megan Williams, who's a local Rotorua girl. Um, she won the bronze medal at the World Champs for the under twenty three, so she's she's looking really good um, and home home track advantage as well. So we'll um, I'll be keeping an eye on those on those guys. And the Olympic qualifying uh, goes through till I think May, so it'll be one of a couple of races they do before the Olympic um, positions are announced and, and hopefully New Zealand's in there. Just fantastic, Sarah. Nice to have you on the programme. All the very, very best for the future. Hope to see you in Rotorua for this uh, incredible um, uh, comp- competition. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. And if anyone wants to buy tickets, mm. it's the 10th and 11th of February and you just go to bmxworldcup.nz and you'll nice see them one. there. BMXWorldCup.nz Kia ora, Sarah. Uh, Sarah Walker there, uh, our most uh, successful BMX racer and indeed, as Connor English rightfully says, an icon, particularly to our young growing up. Can you imagine yeah. you, you're, you're six, you're seven, eight, nine, you go to one of these events here and you really get the bug, don't you, because that's how it starts. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like you yeah. get to fly, but like as a sport. Wonderful. Um, we, you're on the panel. Uh, by the way, we always. Um, I'm really excited uh, about the song. It's not a. It's not a, uh, a competition, but it's a really neat song. Here's 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 a question for you. Um, there is a song that references a Vegemite sandwich. What song do you think it is? Text me two one zero one. Look at you, <laughs> this is always the part when I look at you and say, like, how do you find these musical choices? Yeah. What song would uh, be, uh, feature a Vegemite sandwich? What do you think it is? 2101. I've been thinking, Verity, take it away. Now I'm curious about this sandwich. Um, okay, I've been thinking. I wrote a stuff column about this today, but I've been thinking about Bird of the Year. Now, I have long been a big birder. Um, I've been Team Kakapo, which I know is the pumpkin spice latte of the birds, but I am Team Kakapo. <laughs> Um, I know, I love it, but you can't go past it. It's fat and useless and flightless, and I identify with that. Um, so I'm Team Kakapo. But um, uh, John Oliver obviously jumped on this, and like suddenly everyone's now voting for um, John Oliver's bird. 
And there's been outrage that it's unfair that we've had this international scandal that's um, been influencing a New Zealand election. And I just want to say, I don't think we should be outraged that John Oliver has influenced this election. I think we should be really proud. Like, New Zealand spreads this kind of eccentric global charm to the world when it gives everyone permission to let their freaky flag fly. And I think we should be really proud that the rest of the world is like, oh my God, we're going to join in with New Zealand and be a little bit crazy. So I think we should take this as a moment of national kind of like achievement. Beautifully said, Thank because you. many I I agree with this because many have said, um, you know, just can you just stop annoying us, John Oliver? But actually, that nah. yeah, it's it's kind of cool, isn't it's it? Our good brand. on you. Yeah. Very good, Verity Johnson. All right, O'Connor English. I've been thinking. Uh, Wallace, look, I've been thinking about um, the new government actually, and, and what new government? Uh, yeah. uh, well, we that's right. Here? When we get one. Uh, but we know we're going to have a new government, and um, a lot of what the the three parties have said in their campaigning was about what they were going to stop doing uh, of the old government, uh, and you know repealing this and repealing that. But I've been thinking about what are they going to do in a constructive way, and um, you know to help the boat of New Zealand go faster, so to speak. And I know they've got lots of policies, but I hope that they prioritise. Um, Three things that I've been thinking about. One is one is water storage and exporting water. Another is um, increasing weightless exports and services. So the last government was a big supporter of the game development sector, for example, and uh, that's a, a, a fantastic uh, growth area for New Zealand. And I think the final area is just around that productivity and how we're going to deal with things like uh, artificial intelligence and getting that to work for the country so that we can increase our income and revenue in the country so we can pay for all the things that we need to have as a society. So I've been thinking it's going to be interesting to see what they say about what they are going to do uh, Mm. from their coalition agreements. uh, I mean, they're going to say what they're not going to do and what they're going to stop uh, happening. But it's yeah, I've been three very about big, that. three very big issues: the water, the water exporting, and one that's very one, the gaming. The fact is, I didn't know that it rivals Hollywood uh, for revenue. In mm. fact, I think it's beyond mm. that. Really? Uh, yeah, are we missing a bit of a trick? Uh, mm. Am I right? Am I right, Connor? Uh, yeah, look, we've we've got a very fast-growing sector here, but the thing is, you know, we've got our bodies with their systems, and we've got a digital ecosystem, and the bit in between is the gaming technology really and I think we're going to see uh, as a human race a lot more gaming happening in our in our ordinary lives and the delivery of our health services and education and so that type of technology um, building it and exporting it from New Zealand I think is a big opportunity what song talked about a Vegemite sandwich case is I grew up singing that song in the US never knowing what Vegemite even was <laughs> It's disgusting, that's what it is. It's nice, that's what it is.